0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sawbones. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm the co-host.
1: You, you forgot the marital tour of Misguided Medicine. It's a
0: marital tour of Misguided
1: Medicine. And I'm Sydney McElroy. I'm introducing
0: some Gregorian chant vibes. Yeah, medicine. what? what's that Do all about? you
1: remember the time in the 90s
0: when Gregorian chant was like a thing it for was, a, min, a the, minute? It was really in. God, y'all, look into it. There was a bit where Gregorian chant had a moment.
1: Well, in the '90s, we were just trying everything we were for a, trying little a little bit. We of were everything. like, we were like Gregorian chants. Is this something? Uh, swing. We Remember, call- swing came way back, swing? like back in a big way for like five minutes. We in the invented 90s. a
0: genre for every country that isn't America. It was called world music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was American music and world music.
1: Everything that's not American. Everything that's not American.
0: It doesn't. Listen,
1: the 90s were a wild time, and I know you think time. you understand it because you're all wearing the fashion of the 90s yes. now. It's not the same. But you had to live it.
0: Yeah, You had to live it. Um, <laughs> wait till Stranger Things gets there. You, you, we'll see. Um, this is uh, Sawbones. We're doing a very silly episode this week.
1: Yes. I feel like we're all very stressed. The holidays are coming, which inherently has stress involved, you know, because you want to do all the stuff so that it's a good time for everybody. Um, but I think we're also stressed because the elephant in the room, the Omicron covered elephant in the room. Yeah. I don't know if elephants get Omicron. That was weird. That was a weird that was way to a weird word it. Yeah. Um and everybody's stressed because we don't know what it means. And that's uh, I, I felt like I should address why are we not doing an episode on that right now? Why are we doing something silly and fun and holiday themed? Because I think you probably know all there is to know about it at the moment, yep. which is it's still too early to know. It's very contagious. Hopefully, it is less severe than Delta.
0: I'll go on the record and say that it is.
1: There are factors that are pointing that way, but it is early. Specifically, and expert witness that is, Justin no, McElroy. No, that is what all the scientists are saying is, yes, of course we hope that because it's more just contagious. Say, just,
0: I'll say it. It's the end of COVID, baby. No,
1: we're all getting out. I am not saying that. I'm not. I mean, of course, I hope that. Of course, I hope that. I want to go places and see people.
0: We were so wrong about the beginning of this. I just want to be right about this. I want to call my shot and say that Omicron will be the end of COVID. Okay. It
1: it would be nice to think that a milder, more contagious strain would outcompete Delta and make this a a less deadly. Why are you putting in a boring way? I hope that that happens. I ho- well, I w- ideally, I hope everybody gets vaccinated because if you get vaccinated, it ain't happening. <laughs> the ship's sailed. Nobody even wants if it. you get COVID, you don't get severe illness or die.
0: I'm so, relying now on virus mutation to get us out of this because humanity cannot do it on its own.
1: I mean, I don't know. Anyway, we don't Overcron, know enough yet. I, I hope the that's the direction it's going. Um, it's I would to fix everything. I would even if you are vaccinated and boosted. Well, first of all, if you're not, go do that. And secondly, if you are, I would be a little more um, cautious about if you have symptoms of something. Don't assume it's not COVID.
0: Yeah, and don't assume that just because Omicron is a weak COVID, that's going to get us all out of this. This
1: jam. no, because there are still immunocompromised you know, people, of people course. who are more who have underlying yeah. chronic illness that yes. are going to be more susceptible to severe disease, and so to continue to pre- protect others around you, get vaccinated, get boosted, wear your mask, and get hyped
0: cuz covid is all the way out thanks to omicron, a weak covid
1: that can't now, hang. Now, we don't you keep saying that and you're going to give it an air of authority because it's on this podcast, but we don't Remember know that. Remember it was me that said I, it not I, I hope that, that is You true, can tell the difference. But we don't we just don't know yet. I know it's we true. just don't know yet.
0: On the first day of Christmas my true love gave to me
1: a false sense of security.
0: That was amazing. you. Hey, that was good. <laughs> that's good. you like that segue? That right? was
1: good. Although you didn't. I will say that's not true because I don't believe you. <laughs> I know better. I know better. Follow, follow the science and the science is developing. We're getting answers slowly. A lot of scientists are All working right, on it. Get
0: off the Let's talk box. about
1: the 12 days of Christmas. This yes. is what we're doing this That's is the topic. We're, right. we're gonna talk about the twelve days of Christmas, except in a sawbone style.
0: Yes. What if the saw what if the twelve days of Christmas each one was not simply a gift but a veiled threat, I uh, guess? <laughs> what, if,
1: what if your true love doesn't have good intentions? What if your
0: true love is attempting to kill you with these gifts? So Sydney wanted to take this song and pervert it in as is her fashion.
1: That is what I do. I remember when, I, when this was inspired by. We once did an episode of uh, Santa is sick. Yeah, where all I talked the about all, that of the, Santa all has. the illnesses that I think Santa might have. was a classic. We need to bring that's that sort one of, back too. That's this is sort of in that spirit.
0: Um, yeah. So this is our last episode of this calendar year. We yes. won't be here next week, and then we'll be back. Hope we'll probably talk about Omicron. Uh, pretty early next year (laughs) oh
1: yes i think once there is more information for me to share right now it would be a lot of guessing and you know there's plenty of guessing out there
0: (laughs) all right now this is a little bit of a competition although i don't think we'll be able to choose which is best but we 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 will uh we each brought our own just to see how they differed the first is for the first day of christmas my true love gave to
1: me a partridge in a pear tree
0: okay sid why is that
1: bad okay I focus on the pear part of this, all right. Okay. There's a lot you can say about partridges. Yeah. Well But that there's I can a lot of now. birds they're, in this. They're game birds. Yeah. You can eat them. Yeah. I haven't.
0: Most of these are uh game yeah. birds. Most of these are this birds. This is a song
1: about um, birds.
0: Oh, it's about feasting. Mm. So a lot of these songs were uh <laughs> like a lot of the, the early gifts were like foods that you would bring to a celebration.
1: And like even the word pear tree is probably just did you read this Is like uh it uh, sort of stemmed from the word perjury for partridge or something. Like it probably had nothing to do with pear tree. Okay. Anyway. anyway. So they're all about birds. But pears are a controversial medicinal fruit. Why is that? So a lot of – we've talked about it on Sawbones. A lot of different fruits and vegetables or herbs or plants have been like investigated throughout the ages for like is this medicine? Is this poison? I don't know. Uh, raw pears were thought to be poison for a long time. But they thought if you baked them, you were cool because Mm. people were like, these taste good. So we should bake them and eat them. Um, But by the 1700s, they did have a medicinal value. What's that? So you could use dried pears for belly fluxes. Mm. Diarrhea.
0: Oh, yeah. So
1: basically, I think that their true love is trying to stop them up.
0: They're trying this to stop. is kind of
1: harmless. They're not trying to kill them. They're just trying to like stop they're them. They're trying up. to
0: treat their diarrhea. They're trying
1: to treat. Well, we don't know that you have You're, diarrhea. If you don't have diarrhea, your true love is just trying to constipate you with some pears.
0: You're gonna want to go with mine this one. Pears contain a naturally occurring toxin, amygdalin, which when you eat, your body releases cyanide in your guts, and I mean, so they're fatal.
1: So they're
0: fatal. Well, now we
1: should clarify: eating a pear is not fatal.
0: (laughs) Eating a pear is not fatal because it would take hundreds, perhaps the the (laughs) the range. We've talked about this before, but the range of seeds that you would need to eat is so baffling. the The range that is is commonly accepted is like between one hundred and fifty (laughs) and thousands. So it's like no, there's nobody knows. Nobody knows. Uh, It would take.
1: Now, lot. to be fair, though it is it is threatening in the sense that uh, it is a whole pear tree. It's not a pear; it's a whole pear tree. Yeah, okay, so you so might like, be able is, to gen up enough seeds. Generate yes, enough seeds, and because you're going to continue to produce pears.
0: Okay, I think who do you think wins that round? That's you won me. that okay. one.
1: I I was really reaching
0: on the second day of Christmas my true love gave it to me
1: two turtle doves.
0: Sydney, let me tell you my problem with turtle doves. Yes. Trichomoniasis. Was that yours? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I can't believe
1: you found this. This
0: is good, right? I'm so, so proud th-
1: of you. Go ahead. Go you're ahead. So tell me, you're me what you're know. So
0: trichomoniasis is commonly found in doves and pigeons. And it's a big problem for turtle doves, which used to be a lot more common throughout. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, in part because of trichomoniasis. They uh, it's it's been a problem, especially for a lot of endangered pigeons. Mm -hmm. Um, It can result in high mortality for young pigeons. Um, It's been passed around a lot of different birds, especially in the UK, where a lot of these birds are common. But in humans, it is the most common curable STD.
1: That's true. That's well, it's the but now, do you you do know it's a different trichomonas?
0: That is arguable.
1: You can't get so the trichomonas that causes the problem with the turtle
0: doves is that they give you STDs. No,
1: the the trichomonas gallinae, which is what affects doves and other birds, like you mentioned, Uh is different from the trichomonas vaginalis that affects humans. They are both trichomonas. So, yes, this is also why I chose this. Because turtle doves are also supposed to be like a lovey thing. It's like a symbol of like love and affection. And the fact that they also have this sort of vaguely related sexually transmitted infection. It's It's not sexually transmitted in in turtle doves. Did I also learn this? Uh, Trichomonas is an an ancient pathogen. And it used to cause illness in dinosaurs, we think um mm. a frounce like when uh this this trichomonas gallinae would it affects um birds of prey it's called frounce frounce and so an dinosaurs word. could get the the frounce oh, oh
0: gary i got the frounce remember that episode get, of dinosaurs were, were, where where uh, we got the frounce he got the frounce mm. ed got the frounce
1: uh you could get you get lethargy and fluffed up plumage <sighs> and you, you see, drool did you see
0: the frounce reunion by the way <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. Well, that's a tie, I guess, because uh, we both came up with Trichomonas and the turtle doves.
0: Uh, Okay. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me
1: three French hens.
0: Another delicious game bird. If you're into eating animals, a Mm -hmm. lot of people aren't. Dig it.
1: That's fine too.
0: Uh, All right. I started last time. It's your turn.
1: Uh, This one's an easy one. Okay. Avian flu. Avian flu. That's what you got to watch out for in these chickens. Okay. I mean, not specifically. This sounds like I'm like hating on French chickens specifically. It's just any. And actually, it's not.
0: Um, it's not because they're French. Apparently, the the words just sounded similar. Yeah. For the species, they're just like from. They're like
1: foreign. Yeah, exactly. It's like fancy, (laughs) fancy foreign hens. Sort of like world music in the '90s. Yeah, right. These are like hens that aren't. I guess in the U.K. is probably where this song is. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, avian flu. Uh,
0: mine is that hens, especially if they have fertilized eggs, can be really dangerous. They can attack you. They can go. They can try to peck you. They can. It can be bad. If you, But they don't know if the eggs are fertilized or not. So if they have any eggs, so it's best to move them away from the eggs. If they're, like, unfertilized, you need to harvest them. It's best to move them away from the eggs. Now, roosters, on the other hand, some are just mean. And you got. It said on the article I read, you gotta get rid of them to protect your flock. Oh. Um, so they. Yeah. I. I it didn't I say didn't what it means. I didn't
1: know roosters it, were mean. Some roosters
0: are. If you have a mean rooster, <laughs> you have to get rid of them. And I don't. You heard it this first piece folks. didn't.
1: Justin McElroy thinks roosters are mean. This piece didn't clarify
0: <laughs> how you get rid of a mean rooster. I guess you just get in an apartment in the city and until it figures things out.
1: Yeah. Anger management.
0: Or something. Um. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me.
1: What, who won the last one?
0: Um, you did.
1: I did. Yes. Avian flu is scarier. Yeah, than avian chickens. flu is scarier. Than I don't know though. Chickens by hens. Hens. French hens. French hens. They're. Well, I mean, they're descended from dinosaurs, as we have yes. established. That
0: doesn't make them chickens. Scary. <laughs> doesn't make them chickens. Hens. French hens are not chickens.
1: Yeah, they're relate. They're just a kind of chicken. It's not the French hens. No, it's a specific kind. Our of- Our French hens,
0: Siri. Our French hens, chickens.
1: It's just a kind of chicken.
0: You're a kind of chicken right now. Our French hens, chickens.
1: <laughs> the first search result
0: is are French hens considered birds. Yes. I mean, you're, okay, you're yeah, right. Yeah,
1: they're just chickens, yeah, huh? Yeah, right. Like, why are you making me Favaroless chicken?
0: Your favorite is chicken. a French
1: breed of chicken.
0: Okay. They're there chickens. you go. We all agree. They're, They're chickens. chickens.
1: They've got like a big uh, on the fourth. Live Christmas, my true love gave to me for collie birds.
0: No, you can't. It's that's cheating. Calling. That's cheating. You it's
1: che- supposed to be collie.
0: What? It's supposed to be collie.
1: Collie, not calling.
0: It's not calling.
1: No. Well, I mean, I, that's what we say now. That is commonly accepted now. You're okay. not wrong, but it started as collie. That's so, the root of mine.
0: All right. So go on.
1: Collie birds is what it was originally. Do you know what collie is referencing? No. That they were coal-colored. Oh, interesting. Black. They're blackbirds. Oh. That's the deal. Okay. It's going to be ravens or just blackbirds, but they were coal-colored.
0: Okay. Now, that's an interesting fact, but it doesn't get us anywhere near a diagnosis.
1: Well, um, I just sort of was playing around for fun here and decided that what if they have black lung?
0: It is fun. There's little there's little funnier or more fun than black lung.
1: We all know the dangers of cold of the lungs and these are collie birds. I had nothing. And you run out, after a while, all these birds are just birds. Sydney, and they just I'm, have bird illnesses, which are scary and we talk a lot about them. we did a whole episode about how scary birds can if, be medically. If, if
0: I can just say, Sydney, I wish I feel like you kinda of cheated on that one because you're just kinda of like pulling stuff out of your butt is that fair to say
1: it was a loose association
0: okay a loose association and you're embarrassed would you say
1: i'm not embarrassed okay
0: mine is for calling birds because 24 percent of all car crashes involve phone calls <laughs> Hand, hands-free or otherwise so you get one of these birds it's on the phone every day hey what do you want to have for dinner tonight uh, I don't know. I'm driving. Leave me alone. Twenty four percent of crashes. You're not safer with the hands free, folks. Stay off the phone.
1: Are you um, letting the birds drive no, in this scenario? No, the bird is calling
0: you. They're calling birds. They're calling you on the phone constantly. You're <laughs> just trying to drive. You're just trying to get to Kroger and back. And they're like, "Hey,
1: do you want to watch? Do you want to watch Orange Is the New Black do tonight?" You, which one of these is a worse loose association? Oh, I think this one's a tie too. Right. Okay. This is a tie. Fair enough. <laughs>
0: On the fifth day of Christmas winter. I'm going to lose the next round pretty badly. Five On the fifth. Five
1: golden rings. <laughs> okay, sit. <laughs> well, I, I went quite literal here. Okay. Five golden rings seems ex- excessive to me. That seems like a lot of golden rings and a lot of gold. And mm-hmm. overexposure to gold you can develop gold toxicity. Okay. This is actually a problem because uh, gold compounds can be used in the treatment of certain illnesses like rheumatoid arthritis. Yes. Uh, And if you get too much gold, you get skin rashes. uh, You can get uh, bleeding in your GI tract. You can get vomiting. um, It can actually, like, suppress your bone marrow. Uh, I mean, there's bad stuff that can come from too much gold. So I think this is a pretty clear threat. I'm going to give you so much gold— that you're going to get gold poisoning.
0: Um that uh that is pretty good. The mine I uh, actually kind of in, in a Sawbones sort of fashion, I found the story of um Dutch-born uh Johan Vandersmoot. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard his name? No. So, Johan Vandersmoot was Dutch-born and he actually uh was in a a, a smelting accident, smelting accident as he said. Uh, and he he actually lost his uh, genitals in the in the Schmelting accident um, in the in the nineteen seventies, uh, and um, he actually had his genitals replaced with a gold key that activated activated the um, preparation H uh, tractor beam. And he thwarts um, Austin Powers by teaming up with Doctor Evil. Oh my gosh, and this
1: is fake!
0: It's gold. It's gold member. It's not fake. It's historical. Um,
1: this is fake. I don't even. I I was sitting here looking at you, going, "What are you? Where is this story from?" Yeah,
0: it's a story of Johan van der Smut, uh, who's a so Dutch. So this born. is from
1: Austin Powers.
0: He loves gold. <laughs> So that's a big danger.
1: This is from Austin. Which Austin Powers is this from? I don't remember this one. Gold member. Oh, I never saw that one.
0: Well, I know what we're doing after we finish <laughs> this recording.
1: Um, I, I mean, yours, you get the award for creativity. Thank you, but I think you win that round.
0: Okay, we got one more before the break. Uh, On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me.
1: Six geese a lane. Okay, did you know <laughs> that a lot of different wild avian species, like geese, have been found to be reservoirs of antibiotic-resistant enteric bacteria? No. Things like E. coli, like, like bacteria that live in your, enteric meaning like live in your intestinal tract. Um, the, there is a much higher rate of resistant bacteria in animals like geese. So, like, they're harboring these deadly pathogens that antibiotics will not work for. Um, not just geese, but geese are among them, and so that these birds could be carrying an infection that, under normal circumstances, would be easily curable with antibiotics. But mm-hmm. the geese have made it a superbug.
0: Wow. Um, for mine, I regretted doing a bird attack for French hens because these geese are laying. And um, they oh. they are really dangerous now. It's interesting. Canadian geese attacks on uh, humans have become a big problem because we are expanding into their territory. Oh. Yeah. So by removing, so it's on us. Yes, yeah, of course. Removing some of their natural habitats, and they're getting defensive um, because they have you know their nests there, especially if they're laying. Now normally it would be the the male Canadian geese that would do the do the attacking uh, but uh I mean I think it counts.
1: Uh do you know there used to be a, a flock of Canadian geese that uh lived out back at my grandparents house and we named um two of them Peg and Al. that we would see which sort of dates when this would have <laughs>
0: That's from married with children.
1: <laughs> when this would have occurred. I think oh. I win.
0: Yeah, you win that one, too. We've got six more days to come and uh, fight over. Mine just get worse. Uh, so
1: hang in there. Because first, got to go to the billing department. Let's go. The medicines, the medicines that escalate my for the mouth.
0: High-quality, chef-crafted stuff that in two minutes, you're ready to eat it. I'm talking about some Southwestern-style turkey and mac. I think this week I'm going to be enjoying a shredded chicken taco bowl is 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 part of my plan. Um, but they got, like, fancy stuff. Listen to this. We're going to get this. Truffle butter filet mignon. I mean, seriously? From 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 a, a box?
1: This week on Tights and Fights, Austin Creed, better known as WWE superstar Xavier Woods, unbalancing his many passions.
0: This dude actually wants these ridiculous things. He wants to wear a crown, he wants to be a G4, he wants to have a yacht rock band, like he wants to DJ at a at a festival one day.
1: WWE and G4's Austin Creed on Tights and Fights. Find it on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me seven swans. of swimming. I feel like you've gone up the key. I'm, I'm I feel like we're be. modulating the key.
0: I'm sorry. Um, it won't be as nice if we will edit it together. <laughs> <laughs> seven swans a swimming.
1: Yeah. Okay. Are you going to start this time?
0: Yeah. This one. Uh. This is this is entrapment. This one's entrapment because. The swans, especially if you're in the UK where this song um, mm-hmm. is very popular, um, all of the swans are owned by the Queen.
1: Oh, so
0: swans! Yeah, it's a, a big
1: deal to hurt a swan there.
0: Swans is sw- not just hurt, but take. If they're a swimming, and you're like, "Here, I got these for you as a gift," just come take them out of the water real quick. You're gonna get busted, pal. That's true. By the Queen. Are you kidding me with this? That's us? very
1: true. They're, yeah. They yeah. You to can't be, mess with swans so the, in the UK. So the
0: deal is hundreds of years ago they were uh hunted to the point of endangerment and so they and the, this is no longer a pro, well they were hunted and so the queen said okay these are all mine. Um but uh now they're they're currently endangered so the queen's protection is sort of like
1: mm-hmm.
0: to help the species populate. The queen actually has someone who works for her. Name the Queen's Swan Marker that is in charge of making sure that you uh that all the swans are cared for. Now
1: that is so interesting. It's not
0: just living swans. Dead swans belong to the Queen as well. So if you want to get a swan taxidermy, do you have to get permission from the Queen Swan Marker? True.
1: That seems is it a cumbersome process? Like how easy is it? I bet it's
0: I bet it's pretty smooth. Uh <laughs> the other thing is that um the queen also owns all the whales and dolphins.
1: <laughs> was it? Was the queen just picking animals that she liked?
0: Yeah, I I own all the. The queen owns all the dolphins and whales, folks. That's that. There you go. The queen owns all that.
1: I've never wanted to be a queen, but in this exact moment, all of a sudden, I want to be yeah. a queen because if I can just claim, like, you know, all the diet Dr. Peppers belong to me.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what about what about swan? What about swans for you, Sid? Uh
1: Okay. Again. Le- Similar to geese, I did learn that swans are reservoirs for a lot of different bacteria, like Campylobacter and Salmonella. However, the bigger problem for me was the swimming. Okay. Because I didn't really think about the angle of entrapment, you know, by the queen. But um, it's a big drowning risk if you're trying to if you're swimming around trying to catch seven swans. They probably yeah. don't want to be caught. Yeah. So I feel like you're you're drawing your your true love out into the water. You know, best of luck.
0: Yeah. Are to That's drown dangerous. to drown them.
1: We're supposed to, like, that's the whole thing here. I
0: just You guys got a little dark for my taste.
1: You're trying to get them beheaded. <laughs> I don't think that's the punishment. No, I don't think. it. Maybe it was at one point.
0: I've, I Can you hand that one to me? Yeah, that you seem, get that one. That Yours seems is like better. One. Okay. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me.
1: Eight, maids of milking. I feel like we may have come up with the same one on this one. Mm,
0: we'll see. You go ahead.
1: So, for me, this one was the most obvious. This was actually the first one I thought of uh, when I came up with this topic. This is why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Cowpox. Okay. Is that not yours? <laughs> Go ahead. No. How is that not what you thought of? It's pretty
0: different. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Cowpox, you may remember we discussed in our episode on smallpox. It's a viral infection um, that can cause, like, skin lesions. Okay. okay, like pox, like these marks on your skin. Um, and it is in the uh, same family as smallpox, which, of course, it was a deadly illness that killed many, many, many people before we vaccinated against it and uh, essentially eradicated it. It only exists in test tubes places. Um, cowpox is very similar, but is, is much milder. And so in the original, like, vaccination discovery process by Jenner, That's what he noticed is that milkmaids would get cowpox from milking cows and then they wouldn't get smallpox
0: because it was an
1: early form of uh, variolation. You get this cowpox, you develop immunity that will also protect you from smallpox. Mm -hmm. So infecting people with cowpox could be a way to prevent them from getting and dying of smallpox. So you're trying to give them cowpox is the point.
0: Well, I'm here to tell you uh, that – D- dairies are terrifying places to work at, according to WorkSafe, which is an organization in uh, New Zealand that talks about the dangers of dairy farming and what you can do to, like, sort of address that. Like, moving rotary platforms, passing fixed rails can potentially trap or crush a person. So you're going to need to fit a banana rail between the rotary platforms, backing and kick rails. So that's just, like, one thing. There- poor drainage on a dairy farm. I mean, it's going to be slippery. That's a hazard. Crack- that
1: sounds, I don't know much about dairy farms, but poor drainage on a dairy farm, that sentence sounds nightmarish to me.
0: A poorly designed cow entries and exits that have turns, ramps, or steps are too steep. Okay, that's a danger, folks. Kicking cows.
1: <gasps> oh, you mean like the cows kick you. <laughs> I was going to say, don't ever kick, why would you ever kick a cow? That's terrible. Distressed
0: Distressed cows. There's dangers all over this thing. You're going to need kick rails. You're going to need banana rails. You need non-slip matting. You need to make sure that the machines are guarded.
1: You really went deep into dairy
0: farming. It's dangerous in there, y'all. Wet and slippery surfaces. There's hoses and pipes. There's overhead obstacles. This place is a war zone. (laughs) They have a thing called the rump rail to protect you from the cow's butt it's terrifying in there you
1: always you talk about this stuff and i'm i'm not a huge fan of milk and i always think like maybe i just should not have dairy anymore and then i remember the existence of cheese and ice cream and i go well and well, i just ate yogurt again because i do every day and then i think okay well don't get let's not get hasty sydney <laughs>
0: um okay so i i think your yours is probably mine there. is like Mine's uh like
1: Hallmark medical history right there. Cowpox, Jenner, Smallpox, vaccines. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Nine ladies dancing. I feel like we came up with the same one here too. There's
0: absolutely no chance that that happened going.
1: You didn't reference the dancing plague?
0: No. I'm not I'm getting new. I want people to have new stuff.
1: I'm doing like cell hits. hits. I know. Yeah.
0: Okay, so do yours.
1: Well, okay. We did a whole episode about it, but in 1518, and a chapter in our book. And a chapter in our book. People started dancing. Nobody knew why, and some of them danced until they died. And it was like uh, they couldn't stop; it was a contagious dancing epidemic. And I mean, obviously, that's what he's trying to start here: this true love. He sends these nine dancing ladies to her or him to get a dance to the in. to the to, uh, get to the fl- person. A flash mob, as we say. Yeah, said. yeah, yeah. And then, what if the whoever is in the song who's singing the person? They start dancing. Until they die,
0: mine, capoeira. <laughs> capoeira is, okay, a, is you've a. already won, but go ahead is and a martial it. art. Is a martial art that was created by um, uh, an, an, an enslaved African people in Brazil. Uh, and it is a very fluid sort of martial art, mm-hmm. and actually, they were banned from practicing it, so they introduced music into the martial art to make it appear as though they're practicing dancing.
1: It looks like dancing. It
0: looks like dancing, but it's actually a, a a martial art and often uh in in you know when this is a more serious competition people will attach like knives to their feet um for for capoeira. So it's it there's it's a dangerous thing. There are MMA, MMA fighters that got their start in in capoeira and bring some of that technique into the into the octagon.
1: That that was a good one. That's that, terrifying. It was very cool. Is and it like nine, nine ladies, nine trained ladies in capoeira to coming me? at you. Yeah. No way. That's the end for the true love. That's the end. Um, that was a good. There was a video game that I have played in my life. I feel like you should know where one of the characters that you could fight with. I feel like you. It was one of the fighting games, and one of the characters did capoeira. Like that was their fighting it's style. Eddie
0: from Tekken. Oh.
1: Eddie Gordo. Yes, I did play Tekken, so that would be, that would be it.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, the 10th day of Christmas, what you love gave to me? Ten lords a-leaping. Ten lords a-leaping.
1: Are they the jumping Frenchmen of Maine?
0: No, because I'm not doing old stuff.
1: Well, I am. All new. It's the holidays. It's time for memories of shows gone by. And in 1878, some... Uh, some loggers, some lumberjacks, <laughs> some lumberjacks in Maine <laughs> who happened to be of French descent, like French-Canadian descent, uh, would have these – had all these like increased startle reflexes and were like the sl- smallest noise and they jumped and they hence the jumping Frenchman of Maine. Thought to be a culture-bound syndrome. We've done an episode on this too. Look it up. Um, but contagious in a sense. They all were doing it.
0: You know who we haven't done an episode on? Mm-hmm. The Lord of the Dance, Michael Flatley. Oh. The lead of Riverdance. Did he ever leap? Sorry, what?
1: Did, was leaping part of Riverdance
0: i'm sure yeah i mean he's leaping he's they do everything he's leaping all over the place are you talking about
1: honey they do they do everything but
0: move their arms no he does move his arms he introduced arm movement that's michael flatley's contribution to irish step dance i didn't know
1: he was allowed to move his arms.
0: yeah he he invented it the first time he moved his arms don't
1: move their arms
0: yeah because they don't want to distract from his great arm movements (laughs) this is the lord of the dance folks Feet of Flames. Michael this, Flatley.
1: Can we also talk about that in the 90s? Yes. This was huge. This is like
0: part and parcel <laughs> with the Gregorian chant thing. We and had, the
1: swing dancing moment. There
0: was this moment where everybody was like, hey, Al, we're wild about this one guy that does Irish step dance named Michael Flatley. And everybody wanted
1: dance. to do Irish step dance. It was in one of the shows we did. We did a showcase. And there was a part where my mom choreographed an Irish step dance for all of us to do in the middle of the showcase.
0: Did you know Michael is from Chicago? No, seems weird, right? Both his parents are Irish, but anyway, um, so he's a, a, an incredible dancer. But the, okay, what's the danger you're saying? Yeah,
1: what is Michael Flatley gonna do to you? What is
0: the danger of Michael Flatley? Well, okay, Michael Flatley, <laughs> <laughs> this is a stretch. I'm not laughing at this. Okay. this next thing I okay. say, Michael Flatley, um, is he re, he he uh, grossed in his career. He has done shows for more than 60 million people in 60 countries. This is the biggest dude on the planet basically. It has grossed more than 1 oh. billion dollars, The Lord of the Dance, Michael in Flatley. Dancing. he
1: really is the Lord of the Dance. He's That is of the not exact. If you have not seen
0: go back and look at like old Riverdance commercials, it's so wild. Like we Oh, were, it was huge. We were deeply into Riverdance for a bit.
1: Me too. I'm th- I'm not throwing shade. I was deeply into Riverdance for a minute. Uh,
0: Michael Flatley retired. In 2016, due to constant spinal, knee, and foot and rib pain, Aww. Michael Flatley has grossed over a billion dollars. So, how are you going to keep food on the table with a Michael Flatley who's used to a certain lifestyle? Right, dude's raised over a billion dollars, oh, and I now you've got to support here. him. Now except, wait, now there's nine, nine Michael Flatley, ten. ten Michael, F- well, nine ten. In the, nine in addition to oh, the original oh. Michael Flatley. So you have ten Michael Flatleys who have grossed $10 billion, none of them are working. They're all at your house. Like, can I get a nice tea, love? I know he's from Chicago, but I needed a different He's from
1: Chicago. He has Irish parents and he has a British accent.
0: Da, da lemonade. Get the beers. Get me the beers. Oh,
1: now Chicago he's is the accent Chicago. that Michael Flatley has. He's from Chicago. Right. So I know. Makes sense.
0: Faith okay. Magora,
1: I win. <laughs> you win. I, just I said do I appreciate now you win. I do appreciate remembering the Riverdance Oh you. y'all,
0: get into some like Michael Fla- uh, Rachel, can you put a little bit of a wild um uh, Michael Flatley Lord of the Dance commercial I, I will accept I Lord like of the Dance have to or see it. Feet of Flames or Celtic Tiger Live
1: I not like get to see it. <laughs>
0: the dance um okay go ahead uh, listen we are running out of time we have to go pick up our child from school we have to blow through these last two let's go on the 11th day of christmas what you're looking to me 11 11 pipers pipers piping. piping.
1: this is obvious these are covid times you can't go around blowing wind instruments in public this is a huge risk there are spit valves on those things right on what those are on the other ones not the wind instruments. I don't know
0: woodwinds. Woodwinds probably have spit
1: valves. Do they too? Anyway, there's spit, there's stuff flying, particles are everywhere. You've got 11 people coming at you.
0: Pipe smoking is associated with a number of illnesses. Inclu- you think it's safer because you don't inhale. There's a chance of, of uh, elevated risk of cancers in the mouth, including the tongue, larynx, and throat. And there's also an elevated risk of lung and pancreatic cancer if you inhale.
1: Are, so are you saying that they're going to share their pipes or is this a secondhand no, smoke deal?
0: It's pipe. No, there's pipers piping. I mean, it's dangerous. To yeah, the, but how's
1: it dangerous to the person you know the, oh, person you think the that, song?
0: You think the people who identify their career as a piper are going to be able to pay their own medical bills? No. You're already bankrupted by Laura, Michael Flatley and his nine <laughs> Michael Flatleys. Okay. You're ruined by this. Point. I think
1: I win with win. their wind instruments blowing COVID, blowing Omicron everywhere.
0: Uh, Omicron is actually very good, and it's going to okay, save us no, all. Don't we?
1: Don't Twelve know yet. We don't know. Twelve
0: days of Christmas, my true love gave to me.
1: Twelve drummers drumming. Okay, do you want me to? Can go I first? do mine? Because yeah, it's go, not, go, okay. It's, do yours. Yours is better.
0: Um, I bet it almost has to be. Uh, uh, when you drum, you are hit. You have to be in great shape. This is exhausting, right? Yeah. And there's, there is, a, 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 you get exposed to what are called continuous hand arm vibrations,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which um, they call them HAVS. Oh. Yeah. There's a study on this, the effects of this. And apparently, sure. like, this is interesting. This is something that affects people who use power tools too,
1: mm. where
0: the, the vibe, which remember when I have started having so much like,
1: yeah, so many problems when, you started woodworking. when I
0: started working. That vibration can be actually really damaging. It can lead to uh, a variety of musculoskeletal disorders um, from, the, from the vibration in the hand going up the, the arm. So something that affects drummers, right, where they can mm-hmm. lead to a lot of problems. But it also affects like people who work with power tools and stuff like that, which I thought was interesting because I didn't know what it affected me. But it's that that vibration um, can actually uh, have some deleterious effects.
1: This is very interesting, mm-hmm. but I would argue that while that would affect the 12 drummers who are drumming, what about the person that the song is about?
0: Uh, how do you mean?
1: Uh, in, in the, I mean, the whole idea is that these drummers would be dangerous to the person receiving the gift, receiving the 12 drums. Right. Drumming. Okay, so my argument is that the problem is anthrax. What? You can get anthrax from Animal Hide Drums. There have been cases of this. Obviously, not a lot, but this has occurred. Uh, the first case that occurred in the United States was in Florida in mm. 1974. Sounds right. There was a case of cutaneous anthrax, I meaning like the with like a skin lesion um, that was associated with a goat hide bongo drum that had been purchased in Haiti. And by you know, I assume, a- anthrax I my- can live in the soil, so it was on the. On the hide, on the goat hide that was used to make the drum. And then when you start banging away on your bongo drum, you get it, you know, you get those particles all over you. So, they can get on your hands. They can go up in the air. Twelve of these people drumming away yeah, all around right. you. Anthrax flying if everywhere. If you have twelve
0: drums, one of them's got anthrax, statistically <laughs> speaking.
1: I should clarify, this is incredibly rare. So please, do, if you're a drummer, please don't be stressed. And it's only from animal hide drums i don't know what else drums are made of the but.
0: judges have spoken and oh my gosh Sydney, you're not gonna believe this but it's a tie they a say we're tie they say we're both very much in love and they're proud of us uh is what the judges said um and that's gonna do it for us for this week on uh sawbones we oh. hope
1: this was a brief respite yes. from um real <laughs> medical things in the meantime though now that you're, you're done laughing enjoying how i mean we're just it was just hilarious i think but uh you should go get vaccinated or boosted and wear a mask and continue to uh, be aware that not everyone has the opportunity to be vaccinated yet, specifically young, young children. We have one yep. and there are others. Um, and then there are immunocompromised people who, even if they can get vaccinated, might be less likely to respond to the vaccine. So they are still uh, at risk. So be be cautious, be aware, take care of each other.
0: Uh, right now, as you're listening to this, there is a new Candle Nights Spectacular for you to enjoy. Head on over to bit.ly forward slash uh Candle Nights 2021. That's what it is, but.ly forward slash Candle Nights 2021. Uh, tickets are five dollars with an option to give more, and you can you're uh supporting Harmony House which is a fantastic uh, organization. A
1: local organization in Huntington that uh, works to help people facing homelessness, to receive services, to get them housed. And then I I do free medical care there.
0: We've got another one of our Sawbones um, uh, holiday specials in there, continuing our epic saga. It's 15 minutes long.
1: (laughs) You say that like that's really long. They've been longer.
0: They've been longer. Uh, We got special guests like Hank Green, Gene Gray's there, Paul and Storm, Adam Brody, B. Dave Walters, and many more it's gonna be great I sing a song Sydney sings with me yes it's gonna be great uh, but bit.ly forward slash candlelight 2021 please, please 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 it'll be available for another couple of weeks uh, or like another week as you're listening to this so please go download and listen to it or watch it I guess and, and yeah, listen watch to it, it watch and that. listen okay that's gonna do it for us oh thanks to the taxpayers for this other song medicines is the intro and outro of a program and thanks to you for listening that's gonna do it for us until next time my name is Justin McElroy I'm Sydney McElroy and as always don't drill a hole in your head
1: fun.org
0: comedy and culture artist owned, audience supported
1: hey there i'm ellen weatherford
0: and i'm christian weatherford
1: and we've got big feelings about animals that we just got to share on just the zoo of us your new favorite animal review podcast we're here to critically evaluate how each animal excels and how it doesn't rating them out of 10 on their effectiveness ingenuity and aesthetics
0: guest experts give you their takes informed by actual real life experiences studying and working with very
1: cool animals like sharks cheetahs and sea turtles it's a field trip to the zoo for your ears so if you or your kids have ever wondered if a pigeon can count why sloths move so slow or how a spider sees the world find out with us every wednesday on just the zoo of us which can now be found in its natural habitat on maximumfun.org
0: listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts